The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Reiki. I am Paula Vale, your host. This is a show that gives insight and knowledge of Reiki and other various healing modalities through sharing information and experiences. Today, I have a wonderful guest named Colleen Benelli. Colleen is a Yasui, Holy Fire, and Karuna Reiki Master. She is a licensed Reiki teacher for the International Center for Reiki Training, as well as an associate teacher at the Light Song School of Shamanic Studies. Colleen teaches Reiki as a lifestyle. And today, Colleen will share with us some information on, uh, first off, on a wonderful new Reiki modality that everyone is talking about, Holy Fire Reiki. Welcome, Colleen. Hello. Thank you for having me, Paula. Great oh, to be. thank you so much. My honor to have you with us today. Uh, please share with us to start a little bit of your history and brought what brought you into your beautiful path of Reiki, and then we'll go into a little bit about Holy Fire Reiki. Okay. Well, I have to say, first off, when I teach Reiki classes, that I hear my story in so many people's stories. I think I always have uh, naturally been a spiritual person, even as a child, and I also always care deeply about helping the world to be a better place. So, to shorten the story because, of course, it can be long or it can be short. Um, I was raised Catholic, and I liked being Catholic as a child. And then, of course, I grew up and started questioning authority and, and decided to find other pathways. And one of the most important paths for me in, or uh, important qualities for me in my spiritual seeking was that the path that I was looking for didn't have a lot of judgment. Um, and also that it wasn't the one right way. So fast forward to quite a bit older, trying to seek and find and read books, et cetera, trying to find a, a path. Mm-hmm. Randomly had a uh, one of my hairstylists said one day that I should have a soul retrieval. And I didn't know what that was, and she explained to me that it was a shamanic technique based on the idea that at different times in our lives or even other lifetimes that um, we can experience trauma that fragments us and that this technique was an opportunity to return those fragmented pieces to me or to anyone. Mm -hmm. I decided to do it and it was such an amazing experience and so healing that I wanted everybody I knew to have one. And at the time, the woman who, uh, you know, uh, actually was the practitioner was Jan Inglesmith, and she was teaching shamanism, and I decided to start training with her. And she created the Light Song School of Shamanic Studies, and, and actually, again, to make it short, I'm still part of that school, and now I'm a teacher for the school. But 17 years ago, I started in that course of study, <coughs> and... 
at the time I was riding horses a lot. We lived on a 30-acre farm in Oregon, and we lived there for, for 20 years. And I've always been very, very uh, passionate about horses. And I had found my one lifetime dream horse, Dakota. Ah. And he went lame at five years old. And it was very life-changing for me because my life was really wrapped around him and, and all of my horse activities. My daughter was 14, and she was doing it with me. And so anyway, it was kind of a whole family thing that we did and had them on the farm, farm etc. So I asked him what happened and why he went lame. Remember, at this time, I had been in shamanic training for four years, so that was a normal question. Mm-hmm. He told me that he went lame to deliver me to my power to heal. And then he showed me placing my hands on him, and I knew that he was showing me uh, Reiki. Well, at the time, I actually didn't believe in Reiki. I thought that it was too easy, and if somebody could just do this ritual thing over you, um, and then you had Reiki, it, it just was outside of my belief system. And um, so I procrastinated. At the time, I had a booth at Portland Saturday Market in downtown Portland, and um, my horse, or I mean a, a woman came up to me and said that she was a psychic. This was in my business and said that she had a message for me from my horse and that he had been telling me to do something. I hadn't done it, and I needed to do what he was telling me because life was coming and I was going to need it. So I immediately knew that that meant Reiki, and I was very grateful for the gentle way the message came. And so I immediately received my Reiki attunements from my first Reiki master, Jane Lewis, and she gave me the attunements, and, and it was as if a whole lifetime of seeking had just happened in that moment. It was as if I remembered Reiki. I knew what it was. There was such a physical response to it. My hands had currents running through them. They would get hot. They would get cold. And most of all, I really did need it. Because life did come to me, I went through a a long period of people passing away and animals dying and um, a whole variety of of, uh, kind of of end-of-life cycles that I was in for almost two and a half years. And I was so very grateful to have Reiki to manage that time period that I knew that I needed to teach it and that I needed to practice it, so I sold my business and became a full-time Reiki practitioner and teacher. I realized that I wasn't as skilled as I wanted to be, so I decided to go to Stonehenge and uh, receive my, re-receive my Reiki Master attunements and Karuna Reiki Master attunements with William Rand, and uh, just found that he had amazing integrity and he had very accurate and current information and I loved the, the quality of his teaching materials. So I applied for and was accepted into his advanced teacher training program for the International Center for Reiki Training, which he's the founder of, and uh, became a licensed teacher for the International Center for Reiki Training. And that training took me an additional, oh, maybe four and a half years. In the meantime, I continued with my shamanic training and received my doctorate in shamanism, and I'm now an associate teacher for them, too. So this year, to really fast forward, this year, um, in, in an unexpected way, Holy Fire Reiki um, was introduced. I uh, received my Holy Fire Reiki Ignitions, is what they're called, in Mm -hmm. February and began almost immediately, and it has been another very life-changing 
evolution or evolution in my spiritual development. I find that Reiki, of course, is a healing modality, but uh, for me personally, it's also a spiritual path. And so um, the Ignitions to Holy Fire Reiki has been just an amazing development in my personal life and also in my healing life. So currently, teach Reiki um, full-time, and I also am a full-time Reiki practitioner, and I now also offer soul as soul retrieval as part of my, um, part of my practice, combining shamanism with Reiki uh, for that technique in particular. Oh, I, I'm a, my path is a little bit similar to yours. I received my master training, my Yusui master training from a practitioner in uh, Washington. And then I wanted to experience a little more. And I learned Karuna Reiki from William when he was in Seattle. And wow. his integrity... I love his workbooks. I use his workbooks in teaching, his information. And, you know, you just took it a step up. So the the Holy Fire Reiki, I saw something on your website that I just was intrigued. Holy Fire Reiki tells us that the earth is the first heaven. Tell us a little bit about that, Colleen. Well... You know, in in trying to understand the, the healing frequencies and the energies of Holy Fire Reiki, because, of course, they're new, uh, William has been given definitions by Holy Fire itself, the same as myself, and we're trying to kind of give, again, give definitions to things, so... There's the idea, and there, this idea exists in a lot of different traditions and maybe in a slightly different way. But the idea is that there are three heavens and that the earth is the first heaven and then there's a layer around it of non-ordinary reality or the spiritual realms, and that's the second heaven. And in that realm, the uh, spiritual guidance uh, can can have all different levels of consciousness. And then in the third heaven, any spiritual guidance uh, is coming from a solely enlightened source or illumined source. So from my perspective, of course, being a very nature-based person, I love nature, I love the earth, I love the animals, I love everything about the earth. And from my perspective, listening to the idea of Earth as the first heaven was just so resonant with me because it is so beautiful here. And even with all of the oppositions and challenges and the tragedies, there is the triumph and the glory and the beauty and the love. And I love how even at times of hardship, love is, uh, and support usually are represented in a greater degree than the tragedy. And so, to me, the earth is the place that our spirit comes. For whatever reason, that's still a mystery to me, why we decide that we want to come, come here to this planet and have this life experience. Um, but we love it here. And I have all kinds of personal ideas of why I personally came here. But I do believe that it is a beautiful place of heaven and that um, it's created by everything here is created by God. And just, oh, I love that, Colleen. I love that because that, you know, really it... And it boils down to, in a way, you know, what we see, what we believe and what we can imagine. I mean, we can look at the earth and and see what, you know, negative may be there. Or we can look at the earth and say, oh, my gosh, this beautiful place. We are so blessed. The animals that are 
that are so loving and part of us and and it's so it is it is a heaven it really is it, i i believe so and a funny thing is my husband was telling me a couple of weeks ago that he read a blog and in this blog a man was had died and he was up at the pearly gates and they said, no, you need to go back to earth. And he said, no, I really want to go to heaven. And and the, the angel at the pearly gate said, seriously, earth is heaven. Do you know how long eternity is? <laughs> I, thought, I, I love that. I love I, that. Funny, because eternity is, is a long time. Yes. And, you know, anyway, go ahead. Oh, because on earth we have everything we need to experience love and beauty and, you know, helping others, connecting with others, serving. I mean, we really, we do have everything. We have God's love while we're here on the earth. We have that connection. And um, shamanism also is, you're very connected with the earth. Isn't that true? Absolutely. It's a very nature-based mm-hmm. practice. Yes. Yes. I, I really believe in, in my path that that being connected to the earth and being connected to source and being connected in the whole realm is just part of the whole big picture. It's part of the circle. And holy fire Reiki just sounds like it brings that more into play and I love the three heavens. I love that analogy. Me too, and I love working with it in my healing work. And you know, one of the things that Reiki always does is it brings all of that to a very practical, grounded place. So we love the idea and the dreams of it all and the imagination of it all, but when it really comes down to it, it's a matter of, being able to apply it here on the earth in a practical way in our daily life. And that's one of the things that I love about Reiki and I love about Holy Fire is that it specifically is about establishing our divine presence here on earth and being able to use these tools because Reiki really is a life management tool. It, it yes. uh, not only helps us manage our personal lives as, as practitioners, like I say, when you know the, the psychic said that life was coming and I was going to need it, I couldn't have been more grateful than to have Reiki as a method to be able to assist people in their passing, to assist me in managing what it felt like to have that many people and animals passing away. And then not only does it help heal in those areas, but it also awakens our um, really higher mind and higher consciousness and awakens it here so that it's useful. It connects our inventiveness and our innovations. It connects us to our imagination and our creativity so that we can actually manifest the dreams and the imagination that we have and use them practically in the way that each person desires. You know, because as you know, Reiki really adapts to each person and uh, will assist them in their daily life in whatever way that's useful for them. Yes, yes, it's... What I tell clients and students, it's, it's life-changing, and it does, it, because it opens that door for us and opens that connection with earth and source. Things can manifest that we didn't even realize were possible. That's exactly. what I've I discovered. Always, the mental-emotional symbol in the Yusui system um, is the uh, opens the field of possibilities and of all possibilities, and that is one thing that I notice. It's it's so expansive, and it's expansive of our minds, and that's why it's so useful in our daily life. Because if our minds are clear, and we are aligned with our inner self and. 
and our inner self is aligned with the universal uh, rhythms and of creation and of the earth, well, then things are going to be easier to manifest. Yes. Yes. It just opens up such a door. I, and, you know, you, you've you had the ability and, and with what you've done in your research, in your training, you have opened the door for so many people and changed so many lives, I'm sure, and affected so many animals and the world around you. What a heart gift that must be. You know, when I was 16 years old, part of this journey was that I, uh, in my high school class, it was a general semantics class, I grew up in Encinitas, California, and it was a general semantics class, and it really essentially was a meditation class, and I remember my teacher, Red Hewton, or Vernon Hewton, um, taught me Gandhi's principle of be the change that you want to see in the world. And I remember at 16 that that was such a powerful statement to me that I just, in, in that moment, I thought that's how I want to live my life. And fortunately, I actually was dating my husband uh, back then, and he agreed too. And it was something that we decided was a guiding principle in our life. And uh, Reiki gives me that opportunity and it has literally become my form of activism, that it is the way that I can contribute to the world and make it a better place, which is very natural to, you know, my spirit. And I think probably one of the reasons I came to the earth is I was saying that, you know, we wonder why we come here. Um, I, I have a very strong, um, I guess, drive to do what I can to help and to be the change that I want to see in the world. And so that's why Reiki, for me, is a method that gives me the ability to connect to my spirit, connect to God, and um, make my decisions and make my actions based on that. You are an inspiration, Colleen. You are an inspiration, Uh, Let's take a moment here to go to commercial break, and we will be back in just a moment, everyone. Thank you. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. For 27 years, KidStar has empowered thousands of kids across the country. And now we have the opportunity to empower children around the world. KidStar is announcing a new radio show called Voyage Earth. Voyage Earth will empower kids from across the world. KidStar has created a Kickstarter campaign just for this new undertaking. By pledging to Kickstarter... You pledge for a future of empowered people to come. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworms. I want to thank you for being a backer of our Kickstarter. Kickstart, we empower kids. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Today, I am talking with Colleen Benelli. She's a Holy Fire, Yasui, and Karuna Reiki master. And we are talking about Holy Fire Reiki as long as, as well as um, a little bit of her trainings in shamanism, that she's been able to work with that Reiki. And being a Reiki master and a Reiki teacher, Colleen, what I have found with myself and with students and what we open up for people is what Reiki does as a self-empowerment tool. What it does, it opens us right up. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think that's one of its strongest attributes, actually. Uh, it's, you know, both a personal development uh, technique and it's also a, a healing technique for others. And it does empower while it heals. And the reason that it empowers us is that, and, and this is my belief of how it actually works, and this is in addition with Holy Fire, is that Reiki gives us access to our inner spirit. And I think ultimately that's what most of us are looking for. Where is that light inside of me? And sometimes the layers of life can cover up that light so much, the the things that happen in life, that we think the light is no longer existent or we think it's so small that we've lost all of our energy and our power and vitality, or maybe it's even only operating at half of the uh, strength that's possible. So the way that I see Reiki as working is that it, and Holy Fire in particular, it ignites that spirit, it ignites that light, and gets it shining brighter so that it begins to illuminate those layers that I call them ways and worries of the world and create those layers. But that light will illuminate those layers and give us a more clear perspective on them. Many of them will actually disappear because the light always illuminates the dark. So I see Reiki as empowering us because it helps that inner light grow, and the inner light is made up of the the light of God. It's made up of the light of of love. So whatever you call God, I want to make that clear, that God has a, a broad variety of beliefs and who God is and what God is made of, and To me, it encompasses all of those beliefs, and so I simplify it all by calling God, God, Um, but I want to make sure that I say to everyone out there that I'm inclusive of all beliefs, including it can be a biofield, 
and that to me is the same thing. But all of that field, all of creation has that spark from that field, from God within it. And how much we can remember its presence is the degree that that we feel strong and vital. Again, whether we recognize it as spirit or our chi or ki or prana or biofield energy, uh, whatever we term that, when that part of us is operating at full strength, of course, we're more creative and inventive and it's easier to find our resources and solutions and operate um, in alignment with our path and with our choices. So Reiki will come in and highlight that spirit because it's the same life force as our spirit, the same energy in an external source as the energy that we are in an internal source. And so Reiki connects our internal source or our spirit with the external source of God, of pure light, of pure love, pure joy and truth and beauty and pure grace, all of those divine attributes that we're actually made of. And it gives, through that connection, it empowers that strength within us so that it's awake in our daily life, and we're awake to its presence. And it has a voice. Our spirit has a voice in our life rather than just our mind chatter or, um, you know, our random thoughts. And so I think that Reiki can really um, empower a person and as it opens those fields of possibilities and it opens a higher consciousness, It just allows us to move through life in a much more um, aligned way so that we're following our path the way we want to follow it instead of our path dragging us along or another path dragging us along. Yes, yes. Oh, that that is perfect, perfect. I I love your wordage because it, it just empowers us and makes that connection that you know it's I kind of describe it as after becoming a Reiki practitioner and that source connection and that self-empowerment growing as it's like you see through new eyes that you know the world and Life and everyone around you, you you just see through new eyes and you carry that with you. Well, and I'd like to just take a moment to explain uh, how I think that works through the attunement process because the attunement process in Reiki works through the power of grace that all of us are, um, you know, it's our birthright. So the attunement process in Reiki, for those that aren't that experienced with our conversation, um, is the method in which the Reiki master is passing Reiki on to the student. However, what's really happen, happening is the student has invited the power of the external source of life force energy or Reiki or the pathway to God, um, all of those names apply. And that connection is made through what is called an attunement. And when a person is attuned to Reiki, there's an automatic link to that divine source, that God source, which automatically awakens that same quality of life force within us because we're made of the same energy. And so the attunement really assists a person in uh, having that connection on a regular basis in their daily life. When a person is receiving a Reiki session from a practitioner, that same energy then is able to flow through the practitioner 
to the client, the person receiving Reiki, because the person receiving Reiki, their spirit has invited that external source and it flows through the Reiki practitioner to that person in exactly the right amount for the spirit of that person. And the Reiki practitioner is not actually giving the Reiki. The Reiki is flowing through them. And because of the attunement, it's always guaranteed that that pure love, pure light, pure joy and truth and beauty and grace and gratitude is passed through the practitioner to the client. And the same thing when a practitioner does self-reiki, that the attunement guarantees that the energy that they're receiving is always coming from a divine source and it's always coming from a pure source. Beautiful, yes. And attunements, I mean, they open that up for everyone. They open that up for the students and it's... It's just amazing. It's a remarkable experience. I, for me, attunements are just remarkable. I, they, it, it literally changed my entire belief system when I received Reiki because, uh, and my Reiki attunement. Because remember, I had said that I didn't believe in it. And yes. I think what happened for me with the attunement because I didn't believe in it, it really came in and let me know it was actually there and it was such a physical sensation. And I remember thinking, if this is possible, what else is possible? And so it opened up an entirely new belief system that I didn't even know wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And uh, the field of possibilities opened so huge for me and I think I'm in that state of awe on a regular basis and that we literally can receive grace at that level and that that grace is actually inside of us and awakens with Reiki. It, it's extraordinary to me. And, you know, one of the things that we know from the distance symbol is that it means the divine in me sees the divine in you to promote harmony and peace. And I know when I can place myself in that state of mind that is recognizing my light and love and joy and truth and beauty and grace, when I'm in that state of mind, then I can see it in everything else around me and that's what gives me that experience of the earth being the first heaven because I'm able to see the beauty in, in all of it, even regardless of how I feel. That's still true, even though I might be feeling crummy one day or, or having a really bad attitude or, or whatever. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, which I know we wanted to talk about the Reiki ideals. and you know, Yes. I see Reiki as such a system of tools that give us an easier ability to, uh, to live here with the earth being the first heaven and recognizing that in the middle of the hardships and in the middle of the great and easy times. You know, it does both because it empowers us when we're hurting and it empowers us when we're in full success and, and, you know, achieving and thriving, and it just opens fields of possibility. So it's an extraordinary source of, of uh, like I say, a, a life management tool and a source of skills. And in learning Yasui Reiki, part of... Um our learning is Yasui's, what's called Yasui's five precepts. And these have to do with that opening and that mindset. And I would like to mention quickly that on the show description, you can look at today's show description under Holy Fire Reiki. 
there is a link for a YouTube uh, video, a song, and it is called the Gokai Song. And it is singing the five precepts by Colin Powell, and it is just beautiful. But, um, yes, please share with us, Colleen, a little bit about those five precepts that we teach when we teach Yasui Reiki. Well, in fact, I find that it's the very first thing I teach on the very first day are the Gokai, or the five Reiki ideals. Uh, They're called the Reiki precepts, the Reiki ideals, or Reiki principles. And they can have a variety of... um, of interpretations from Japanese to English, but essentially what they say are just for today, do not be angry, do not worry, and be filled with gratitude. Devote yourself to your work and be kind to people. So Dr. Yusui, or Yusui-sensei, said that these gokai and Reiki were the secret art of inviting happiness and the miraculous medicine of all diseases. And as a foundational aspect of Reiki, he asked that Reiki practitioners would place their hands in gasho, which would look like our prayer position, and pray the, uh, the, the principles or the gokai to our hearts and chant the words with our mouths. And he believed that if we were working with those every morning and every evening in meditation, that they were literally the secret art of inviting happiness. At the time that Yusui Sensei discovered Reiki or received Reiki on Mount Karama, the Emperor Meiji had actually asked all Japanese people to pray these words to their mouth with their uh, heart and chant the words with their their mouth, and he asked them to do it every day, twice a day. And you know, Yusui Sensei, when he uh, was seeking Reiki on Mount Karama, or he discovered Reiki on Mount Karama, he was actually on the mountain looking for what he considered the purpose of his life which was to achieve the state of Anshinditsume, which is the state of perfect peace during any, any kind of conditions in life. And when he received the great Reiki light on the 21st day of fasting and meditation on the mountain, he uh, had that experience of Satori and knew that he had achieved the state of Anshinditsume. So it was actually his goal to teach others how to achieve that state through the use of Reiki, how to achieve the state, the secret art of inviting happiness. And so he created uh, these or um, included these precepts in as a foundational aspect of Reiki in order to... Um, to help people achieve that state of peace within them. And if you'd like, I'd I'd like to go ahead and pronounce them in Japanese also. Oh, I love that. Great idea. Okay. And these, for everyone out there, I really encourage you to check out the song that Paula was talking about with the link on uh, YouTube. It's called the Gokai Song by Colin Powell, and it's just a happy song, and it feels really good. But more than anything, too, it also gives you uh, the ability to hear the words in Japanese and in English, and it makes it really easy to learn them in Japanese. So just for today is pronounced kyodakewa. Don't get angry is pronounced Ikaruna. Don't worry is Shinpai Suna. Be grateful. Kanshashte. Work hard. Gyo Hageme. Be kind to others. 
Beautiful. Reiki ideals in Japanese and saying them at any time during the day is beneficial. I find that if I'm in traffic, they can be really helpful. And if I'm worried, they support me. And they return my mind to gratitude. And of course, I love being kind to others. It's a part of my heart and what I appreciate about living on this first heaven. And I also am very devoted to my work. And being devoted to your work, I think, I find is one that sometimes people get challenged by. And in this uh, particular teaching by Yusui Sensei, he means in whatever way your work is, to be devoted to it. And he spent three years in a a Zen Buddhist monastery prior to his journey on Mount Karama and his 21-day fast before he received Reiki. And so he actually spent the time being devoted to his work. And as we've all seen pictures and movies, etc., of what takes place in those monasteries is, you know, the, the teaching also before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. And so just being devoted to your work, being grateful, being kind to others, allowing yourself not to worry or to be angry. And you can imagine that if you live in those affirmations, that your life is happier, even if it's a a hard time right now, and help in the little ways and in the big ways. Yes, yes. Such... I personally you know, say those affirmations every morning. And if I rush out the door and I may not take the time, I feel different. I feel different. It's getting that out there, saying the words, putting that in our mindset. It it can. It can just make the whole difference on how we look at the world and how we see, how we and feel. Be kind to others. I've watched myself lately doing some kind things and and boy, it just feels really nice. And, and you know, I don't say this because I, I was doing anything other than being considerate in the moment. But as you know, I live in Portland, Oregon, and it rains here a lot. So it's really raining here today. And I stopped at, at Costco um, before I, I came home a little while ago. And I pulled into a parking spot. I literally got, you know, my, my angels take care of the parking for me all the time, and I got the first parking space right in front of the door, and I noticed a car with a very elderly couple in it, and all the handicapped places were gone, and they were right behind me, and I just pulled out and, and moved so that they could have that parking spot, and it was Oh, so- yay, Colleen. Oh, I love it. You know, afterwards, it just made me feel good, and, um, you know, it was a spontaneous act of kindness, and I know that that's what happens by really focusing on these Reiki ideals, is that they can place that perspective into our awareness and into our consciousness to take those opportunities in the moment. You can imagine the difference for that elderly couple have that front parking spot because it was a really crowded day. And so, you know, I needed to park pretty far away, and I didn't want them to have to do that. 
And oh, that that's a beautiful example. And what you know, and you gain by what that does for your heart and how you feel. Well, Colleen, we could talk for hours. Oh yeah. my goodness, I'm afraid we're going to have to say goodbye here. You have just been an inspiration, and thank you for sharing so much valuable information and insight. And to all the listeners, Colleen's information is on the show description as well as her bio. So feel free to read about Colleen, look at her website. You may want to go to Portland and take a class. I know I'm going to be driving down there from Tacoma, Washington. I'm going to make a trip to Portland to meet you. And I just want to say thank you so much, Colleen. You have been wonderful. And to the listeners out there, if anyone would like to email me with any questions or stories or or any information I can give you or share you information about Colleen, please do so. And thank you for joining us. And Colleen, thank you so much. You were absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. Well, you're very welcome. And thank you. I appreciate you inviting me here and appreciate all the work that you're doing too. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're so welcome. And you have a beautiful day, Colleen. And thank you to the listeners. Hugs and blessings to everyone. And we will see you next week. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.